the fourth psalm. Answer me when I call, O God of my right. You gave me room when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. How long, you people, shall my honor suffer shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord hears when I call him. When you are disturbed, do not sin. Ponder it on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, oh, that we might see some good. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart. More than when their grain and wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O oh Lord, make me lie down in safety. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be O oh Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Do you have uh, do you have Gold's group at, at your house? At our house, sometimes safely after that second cup of coffee, someone will call out, goals group, and then we share our goals for that day, whether it's mowing the grass or dealing with some pesky problem, you know, pollen on the cars, <laughs> or mailing the taxes, since it's the 15th, you know, or finishing a sermon in some cases. Most of us have learned Sometimes the hard way, the often expensive and painful hard way, that if you don't know where you're going, you may end up someplace else. So we set goals. And as the sermon title, Three, Co Three Goals, TJP suggests, the writer of the fourth psalm suggests three goals. I abbreviate them, you know, to save a little ink and to spark your curiosity. Yes, I'll tell you what they are. But first, consider what kind of psalm this is. Psalm 4 has been described as a, a mix of contrasting scriptural ingredients. There's a personal plea, a, a prophetic declaration, a proverb, there's thanksgiving, and, and a spiritual resolution. The personal plea that starts sounds more like a demand than a plea. Answer me when I call, O oh God. And later, be gracious and hear my prayer. The second verse shifts into a tone that sounds more like the prophets. How long, you people, shall my honor suffer shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? The psalmist is frustrated with a vexing reputation problem. He's being shamed by lies. His honor is being stolen from him. The third verse tells us why the psalmist trusts God and why we can too. He says that God hears when I call. Now, maybe you've had the experience I've had often, too often. You say something out loud in plain English 
in a strong, clear voice. You write an email or a text. You leave a voicemail. You do everything except send out smoke signals or put up a billboard. And then you either get no response at all or a response that makes it clear that the person you were trying to reach did not get your message at all. Back in the days when somebody on the, on the state senator's staff actually read the mail they got, I'm not sure they do that now, I got a response thanking me for taking a position exactly opposite of what I said. So I wrote them again and said, you need to reread my letter because I ain't for it, I'm again it. <laughs> Whatever it was. Well, the advice that sounds like a proverb comes in the fourth and fifth verses. The fourth verse says, when you're disturbed, don't sin, ponder it on your bed and be silent. But listen to how that New International or NIV puts it. In your anger, do not sin. We were talking at Sunday school about somehow you get sometimes different translations or, or variations on the Bible, you get different messages. In your anger, do not sin. Well, the book of James puts it this way. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Okay, so what about those three goals, TJP? Trust, joy, peace. Trust. Remember the fifth verse? Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. The writer of Proverbs advised, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. Or again, as the NIV says, lean not on your own understanding. Oh, but we do rely on our in own insight. We do lean on our own understanding. We've been doing that since the Garden of Eden where the snake delivered that first the first fake news. <laughs> and I, now, now I got that idea from the, the current Pope, and he's right. It was the first fake news. Remember the conversation. The woman said to the servant, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that's in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it, or you shall die. But the servant said to the woman, you will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you, you will be like God, knowing good and evil. You see, from the beginning, humans have hesitated to trust in God, like, and like Eve, we've longed to be like God. And we've been all too ready to doubt God. When I looked up trust in one of the several Bible dictionaries at home, it said, see faith. And there it said, well, in the Bible, faith is trust in or reliance on God, that God is trustworthy. When we find ourselves doubting God, do like my book said, see faith. And when the children of Israel were miserable in exile in Babylon, Remember, God had the prophet Jeremiah say to them, 
For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, God says, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord. The prophet connects trust and peace in uh, the book of Isaiah. Those of a steadfast mind, you keep in peace, and peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord God you have an everlasting rock. Something solid. And joy, well, verse 7 says, You have put gladness in my heart more than when there are grain and wine abound. This kind of joy is a happiness that comes with dancing and singing. The kind of song described, well, that old song we used to sing, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, right? Down in my heart to stay. And what about peace? The Hebrew word that gets translated peace occurs more than 250 times in the Bible. It can be a salutation, as when I preach all at the beginning of the service each week, grace and peace. It can also refer to health or restoration of health or general well-being, like sound sleep. And if you didn't sleep sound, you know what a blessing that can be when you get it. It can be applied to a long life, it can be a tranquil death, and it can apply to physical safety. If you read the last verse of the fourth psalm closely, you will see that peace in the fullest sense cannot be had apart from God. To have true peace, you have to have God. The eighth verse says, I will both lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, Make me lie down in safety, in peace. That Hebrew word translated safety there is shalom. It can refer to the absence of war or it can be, mean the prosperity of a good harvest. And shalom can mean the peace the prophet speaks of, of the Messiah bringing. The ninth chapter of Isaiah, he says, For a child has been born to us and a son given to us, Authority rests upon his shoulders. He is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continuously, and there shall be endless peace. Peace without end. Trust, joy, peace. That is what we pray for when I quote those verses in the book of Numbers sometimes. You know, it's where God told Moses to tell Aaron to say this. This is what to say to the Israelites. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thanks be to God. May God who knows us and loves us anyway, who calls us and saves us, may God bless us with vision to see, faith to believe, and courage to act. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. 
Lord, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.